8 Minutes of Learnings with Hera Ali. Be inspired, be motivated, be you, and learn something new. Tools, tips, strategies, and techniques for a better you. www.advancingyourpotential.com Hello, 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 and a very good morning to all of you, and welcome to podcast episode number three and in this podcast I'm going to be talking about something very interesting which is a step-by-step process for self-coaching yourself towards productivity and success. Now the International Coach Federation defines coaching as partnering between teams in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires people to maximize personal and professional potential. Here's the thing, unfortunately, most people cannot afford a life coach and in that case, applying self-coaching principles is the most viable solution to overcoming personal professional challenges. The concept of self-coaching is relatively new, but this is not the first time somebody is discussing it. A lot of research has been done about self-coaching before and a lot of people are moving towards self-coaching as a way of overcoming personal and professional challenges. So what exactly is self-coaching? Self-coaching is a self-directed activity which enables you to move forward and embrace your next challenge readily and excitedly without incurring huge costs. Self-coaching is based on the premise that no one knows you better than yourself. You are an expert in your own life and work and you are both creative as well as resourceful. Given the right tactics, you can elicit your own self-discovered solutions to your own problems. Now, some of the advantages of self-coaching include that obviously first and foremost is free. Although well worth expense, if you have a coach or you wish to hire one, external coaching can sometimes be pricey. Moreover, you eventually do need to figure out some things on your own anyway, right? So self-coaching intends to help you with exactly that. It is a way of cultivating your inner coach by building self-awareness and self-reflection that helps to get you unstuck so that you can take charge of your problems and maintain control of your own successes. All this while empowering your confidence and self-esteem, enhancing clarity, boosting creativity and problem-solving skills, and increasing accountability. So in other words, you learn to get out of your own way and become your very own go-to person. Another advantage of self-coaching is that it's quick. Because you're doing it yourself, you can let the process be as fast as you want. However, one thing is very important, and that is to know that self-coaching does not intend to replace the importance or value of having a coach in one's life. Being a qualified coach myself, I do understand how beneficial it is to have such guidance in your life, and sometimes you do need someone to walk you through different stages of your life, especially if you have some compelling stakes in hand, or you are in a delicate frame of mind owing to XYZ situations which prevents you from thinking straight on your own. In that case, you, you're better off hiring a coach. However, if you're already in a coaching relationship, self-coaching can be viewed as something that augments this relationship with your coach. It adds to it, it supplements it. For the rest of the times when hiring a coach is not affordable or feasible, you can use it as the most economical and viable solution to support your goals. I'm going to next discuss a quick and easy step-by-step process which can help you effectively start self-coaching yourself. The first step which you need to take in this regard is to identify if you need coaching or at least to figure out what to what extent coaching can be beneficial. By filling coaching questionnaires which are available on the net, causing your current quality of life, thereby, thereby determining the impact self-coaching could have on you. Or you could you're free to use many other questionnaires which are available and identify as to whether you need coaching or not. Now, my guess is that most probably, most of us, in fact, all of us do 
need some kind of coaching in our lives at some point in time some need more than others but every person eventually needs a go-to guidance or a you know a, a system or framework through which they can overcome challenges and and problems in their life so number two what you require to do is a brain dump or use a coaching balance wheel. Now, the human mind is complex and at any given time we can be occupied with several ideas, concerns and problems which are bouncing up and down in our head. And that too, all at once, simultaneously you have so many ideas going in your head. And what will benefit you at this stage is to let it all out. Journaling is highly recommended when self-coaching. And what you do is you map everything down on a piece of paper so that you can clearly see past disarrayed pieces of information in your mind and thoughts and get some clarity on what you actually want to achieve alternatively you can also make use of a coaching balance wheel to identify areas in your life which warrant an improvement and this coaching balance wheel is again easily and readily available on the internet and you could access the coaching balance wheel and fill it out identify which areas in your life you need to address first then you develop an outcome chart now once you've singled out areas which need improvement using a brain dump and the coaching balance wheel you're now ready to move on to the next stage which is developing an outcome frame now those who are aware of nlp and studied it in depth will know how wonderfully helpful an outcome chart could be it provides a process where you can improve the likelihood of achieving your outcome by testing it from different aspects and also by identifying resources you have or need to reach your results some of these aspects include but are not limited to the following the context in which the outcome will be achieved the resources required the quality of your outcome the desirability of your outcome the purpose of your outcome and finally the process of achieving an outcome the how when and why some of the questions would include what do you want what else do you want why do you want the outcome what values does it serve what where when and with whom will this outcome be achieved what are the internal external resources required to have this outcome what specifically tells you you've achieved the outcome what is the evidence what will you gain or lose by achieving this outcome what is your action plan and how will you monitor progress so these are some of the examples of the questions which you can use in order to form your outcome frame next is Self-questioning any limiting belief. Now, limiting belief is a false belief that a person acquires as a result of making incorrect conclusion about something in life. It's something which self-sabotages you and hinders your progress. So, and self-questioning is a review or scrutiny of one's own motives of behavior uh, as an act of examining beliefs and actions which we take as a result of them. And with, with a little practice and discipline, you can learn to identify as soon as these naughty gremlins start creeping and stop them right in their tracks. So there are several types of limiting beliefs which exist, like, such as generalizations, emotional reasoning, magnifications, labeling, downplaying the positive. And you can test your beliefs and conduct a belief audit by asking yourself this if this belief is always true am i making assumptions is my belief based on limited or incomplete knowledge what evidence is there who says things should be this way how else might i view the situation what am i not seeing or acknowledging and so on and so forth so once you've tested your limited beliefs and there's going to be a special podcast exclusively dedicated to limiting beliefs so once you've tested limiting beliefs you now move on to set up yourself accountability and developing an action plan and this you do by repairing or ensuring that your goals are motivating and they stretch you okay and in order to achieve your goals you need to map out specific individual steps for achieving the goal each step should have a deadline attached in order to allow you to move you towards your objective keep in mind your accountability and commit to each and every deadline you set and also so you can make use of visualization techniques which is thinking of a, of a goal as it is already yours now one thing is very important is always reward yourself because rewarding yourself after each and every step helps you to stay motivated and on track and breaking down your long-term journey into smaller milestones and celebrating them will give you a sense of purpose 
and then what you need to do is you need to start coaching yourself you're ready this is the last step yay self-coaching is not easy you must bear that in mind it will require patience and practice and you will need to keep the motivation momentum going setbacks will be inevitable but view them as learning rather than failures and if you follow it with dedication self-coaching could be a solution to most coaching needs if if not all but how well you serve it how well you make use of it depends on how well you integrate it in your day-to-day -day life. You may want to hire support like an external coach or an accountability partner to get you through the process. Now, this uh, is the podcast which is based on my training, which is called Awaken the Coach Within. And there's also a blog on it on Medium if you want to read it. If you're a person who likes to read stuff uh, and relate to it better, then you can read the blog on it. But I hope you found this podcast useful and I hope to see you again with another new topic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Eight Minutes of Learnings with Hera Ali. Be inspired. Be motivated. Be you. And learn something new. Tools, tips, strategies, and techniques for a better you. www www.advancingyourpotential.com